Hey, <laughs> um, today we are talking about the creating of some girl group jackets. I don't know that there is a um, more fun call to be delivering on than that. <laughs> but breaking down what that means and why that's important and the jackets are not important. Um, but the work behind them is and the ability to present something that really has lacked a lot of consistency and coordination um, to be able to present something that looks as though it could have that is really exciting. And I think exciting for any rural community that wants to grow and do similar things. Um, gosh, ah, I don't know. I said I always wanted to create something that had girl group jackets. I didn't realize that this is what it would be. Uh, I really thought it would be like me teaching all these people how to live their dream lives. And then we'd have like a support group because that would be really hard work to do. And it absolutely is. And actually, in a way, I'm not really teaching people how to live their dream lives. I'm helping them do it. Um, so while it certainly doesn't have the same track, um, wow, I'm kind of just realizing that is inevitably what I am doing. And I'm creating systems that empower them to do the work of their dreams. And holy cow. Wow. Being speechless on a podcast is a real great way to go. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and, and just dive, dive in. I, wow. We got jackets. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the Death of a Dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you.
Hey, yo, welcome. Oh my gosh, I miss you. Uh, I took <coughs> the morning off, although not entirely required. I, I could have still podcasted. I definitely had the capacity within my morning, um, but I just sort of took the morning to shower and get ready for a conference that I was attending. And it was awesome. Um, definitely a really great moment for self-care, but I, yeah, it meant that I didn't pod and I missed you. I missed this. I, I missed <laughs> bringing this here. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to be home and back to my normal routine, but it was wonderful to be able to take that break too and put a lot of intention behind sort of that rest component for me and just allow myself some room to, to breathe and just be, because uh, that's what I needed that morning. So um, without further ado, there are so many great things that are mixed with terribly wonderful things, and we're about to get into that. So let's go ahead and <laughs> crown ourselves in our greatness. My great thing is I had to push myself. I am very pro let the work speak for itself. Um, and so I don't like to insert myself into situations. I, I like, if it's not actually working, you'll know. And I know that from past corporate life, I know that I am very good at, um, convincing people that something is working, including myself. I talked myself into more years of pain than necessary. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I wasn't in the right place, but I was really too good at marketing myself into believing that this was the right fit, even though I knew my instinct and intuition, it was not. So I, I had to push myself at this conference um, because the work does speak for itself, but there is so much good work being done and I have to become an advocate for that work because I'm looking at this group of individuals that have decided that I'm the person to follow in this work and I couldn't be more grateful for any responsibility in life and I'm sitting there and realizing that my cowering back from these opportunities to talk about what we're doing is not just cowering back from me. It's cowering back from them and the work that they're going to be doing. And if I don't speak on behalf of that, no one will. And these women deserve that recognition. And so, yeah, I had to push myself. I, I did not do the work justice. Um, I, I need to get better at managing a microphone, which is crazy because I'm here every day. Um, because this isn't 
the first or the last time that I will have an opportunity to speak on behalf of the work that is being done, on behalf of the amazing entrepreneurs that I am responsible for, on behalf of the amazing entrepreneurs that are impacting and moving the community development piece forward. And we're going to talk about that more today. So lucky you, you're in for a treat. But I didn't show up as strong as I needed to in those moments when I got those opportunities and I need to do better and I will. But my great thing is stepping into those opportunities regardless of readiness because I'm not just advocating for myself and the work of my business. I am advocating for the work of our community. I am advocating for our town to exist. And if I'm not ready to have and handle those conversations. Who is? I'm the driver and the leader of what this is going to end up being. And, right, for me, I'm like, well, you know, they'll see. They'll see. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to to tell everybody what we're doing, but they won't see. We're not going to make and and be this like bigger thing that anybody cares about unless we decide that we're worth caring about. And I have to plant that seed. That's my responsibility in how we showed up this week. Um, I'm the one who, who has to carry that right now. And I'm excited to empower other people to be able to carry that for their communities. That's that's the bigger vision of that. Um, but for right now, in its infancy, I'm the person. And I was grateful and proud that I didn't sit back and just go, okay, I mean, they'll see it, right? We'll just keep showing up. And the only example I have of that is I ran an organization for another well, I ran an organization, like a chapter of an organization in the community. And I believed that all I had to do was keep working and keep showing up. And I wasted that opportunity away because just working and showing up is not enough. You got to hit some radars. And that opportunity and that missed opportunity, which I know was just like, further alignment and it was inevitably where we we needed to go but i i didn't do it justice um because of that shortfall like i didn't want to be the one to speak on behalf of the group because i wanted everybody else to have a voice but like people need a leader and whether i am the right person or ready to be that or not i am that person and I don't have a choice to sit in a corner and back down from greatness that has been assigned to me. Right? And like the greatest work that we can do and the, the biggest shift that I think I made in all of this was just realizing like if I can't help my own community, right? How am I going to help someone else's? Let's prove that this model works. Let's do the work of development and, and recording and all the things. Like, let's do that. Let's do this. 
and yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, but like, I, I wasted a lot of energy and time shooting for the end vision from the start on other projects that I had been working on. And end vision is still obviously where we're going. Um, but realizing today version is what's most important. If I can't be responsible and I had that spoken so powerfully into me, um, just through a, a, a vision, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, whether it was through a vision or like someone came down that happens a lot um something spoke very powerfully to me if I can't be responsible for one like if I if I am not capable of changing one person's life then I should not be responsible for multiple and I was trying to reach multiple before reaching and impacting one, right? And, you know, I knew that that was the same with my books and I knew that that was the same with this podcast. Like if I can't help one person, I don't deserve to be able to help. And honestly, if I can't help myself change my life, then I don't deserve the responsibility and assignment of helping other people. And true change I like that next level, which I'll begin writing about um, very soon. <laughs> that next level comes from this, like, not settling and stopping after you believe that you have change yourself. And I know I had that moment where so many people were asking, oh, this makes sense. I get what you're doing. Will you come help with this? Will you come do this? And it was like, no, I haven't fully fixed myself yet. And if I don't get there, then I can't be responsible for all of that. So <laughs> my great thing was really like getting up and speaking. I think it was terrible. Um, and I think we can create really powerful things if we are willing to be wonderful next time. <laughs> I couldn't be wonderful this time. I didn't know what the room was like. I didn't know what what the expectation was. It was a big leap for me to speak on behalf of the work that was being done. I didn't even want to do that, but I did. And I can be wonderful next time. This time I needed to be present and powerful as possible. And I can always do better next time. So uh, that's my great thing. <laughs> being wonderful next time. <laughs> this time, we're just being. Um, and that's such an important step. I do not want to overstep how vital that is, how building up that confidence and willingness to go once and then go again and listen. 
Okay. Great thing over. Take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Listen, I know that there are podcasts and I know I say that a lot, but I I just, I want to go ahead and point out that like long before you do anything, you are going to have to call your own shots. And I know before I was ready, I talked about someday having a girl group that all have jackets. (laughs) We got the jackets. (laughs) And bigger vision, like, holy crap, I can't wait to go back to this conference with more communities in those jackets, right? With more people that I empowered to, to, to do this work in their community. And like, blessed be are the communities who, who have enough initiative and drive insight and vision to to have hired people to do this work but in the instances where that does not exist we have to create something that can in those gaps and that's really what this is and if i get to do something that gives those people an opportunity to create barrierless community development, right? Like even if the government in a town doesn't get on board and we believe that we're creating something that will allow them to onboard to this work, even if they don't, can this act as a stand-in for those groups to engage and do that work? And we know in most instances it's it, it it's just going to take people who care a lot about the community and not to say that that governments don't in small communities not to say that other community groups don't um i think they all do and they are all very much in the silo of how that gets done and we want to work to bring them together, right? And and when we do that, when we create those synergies, we see development done differently. And I'm really excited to be the one that it gets to do that work and to honestly be the one that has created some really badass jackets, you know? I I remember texting everyone in our group and being like, we're going to need some fake it till we make it swag, right? Because we're going to go into this conference and every single community is going to have their like community polos and, and their fancy name tags. And we're just a grassroots, like hard charging, we're going to do it anyways, group. And we are going to need some some polish in order to be believed. And it seems so silly, but it is such a strategic move. Like, I remember <laughs> coaching a team that 
didn't know what success looked like and dressed like. And when we started showing up with a lot of intention for our presentation, it made a difference. People believed that we were that team even if we didn't play like it. Because our backpacks looked a certain way on our bench and our jerseys and everything looked a certain way. The the polish of the presentation of that really matters. And so we did order some fake it so you make it jackets. And those jackets let people know that something is happening in our community. And what I'm excited about is that that was recognized, um, but also that we want to give these jackets away. Like, we want every community to have these jackets that struggle that are that are struggling with the same things that we were, and none of no one will get these jackets until we've proven that our method works in our community. If we can't make an impact here, we can't be responsible for making an impact anywhere. And we are definitely early in how we do that, for sure. But we have a very specific rollout plan, a very specific um, way of doing that. And it includes jackets. I just wanted some reason to create girl group jackets. And I just got that. And then I got to design them. And I got to to brand our town, essentially. And gosh, that's powerful stuff. Um, And it's also scary stuff. That's that's a lot, you know? And... um, Ah, I, what I know is that I am able to speak on behalf of the work that we're doing because we are doing work. This is not Hannah sitting in some office, creating a bunch of materials and saying, hey, come join my group. I think I'm cool. I'm going to make jackets. Do you want one? Not everybody gets a jacket, I'm just going to say. Like, girl group only. No, it's not. (laughs) We have some voice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I, I, I did it in a sense. And that will never, ever be lost on me. I couldn't even help but get emotional about it because I'm just like, this is what can happen when someone really reflects on their life and what they want to do here. And when they make that matter, it matters to everyone else too. And I am not some one-off, oh, Hannah's greater than the rest of us. I believe that everyone has this potential, should they be guided right to it. And most of what I do is not teaching you how to do any one thing. It's teaching you how to do it yourself. 
and teaching you how to ask those questions, right? How, how to trust your intuition and develop that inner trust and guidance in whatever you're going to go do. Because I know you're probably going to write a hundred books and you're probably going to develop 20 businesses, right? And if you can't guide yourself, if you always have to come back to me for questions, which like, please come back to me (laughs) with questions. But if I don't teach you, right, how to fish, you're always going to be hungry. And that's the basis of all of this. If Hannah doesn't exist in this community work, does it still exist? And that's the intention that I'm building with. And I may have to be the person speaking on it today, but this is not set up with that intention. This is set up with how can you take this concept, the concept of local, the concept of local foundation and implant it anywhere and engage community members in the same way? That's how we're building this. And this isn't a a Hannah thing. This is a local economy thing. And it is built with that intention. How do we help? And how do we build something that can build itself? And yes, at my location... I run the meetings and all all of the teachings and classes, but I'm only running those so we can understand how to do it better and what needs to be built at all. Right? I'm not running them because Hannah Nuss needs to run them. I am running them to build out programming so anyone can run it. Anywhere. This is who we are. This is how we do things. And you can do it too. And, you know, I think the first question that I had to ask myself was if I could get people to buy into what this is going to be. And I didn't know that. And we had to start with what was going to set us up for the impact that we wanted to have. This wasn't just about impacting small rural businesses that were operating out of their homes. This was about lifting up a community of entrepreneurs, of groups who are also entrepreneurs. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Like if you are a group, like you have developed a business, you, this is a business. It is. Um, and how can we help everyone? And initially, this is this is what it looked like. I had people reaching out, hey, can you help us with our marketing? And I can, but that's not going to solve any of our problems, right? I can make each individual business a little bit better. Or how can we make all of it better? 
because helping one person isn't going to make the impact that we're looking to make. And I know that Iowans and rural communities are always better together. And it isn't competition, right? It's synergy. We'd be best to work together in every instance of life. Every single one. And I don't know. I think we're still figuring out how exactly to do that. I am really excited about the rollout in our community um, that is coming up very quickly. I'm very excited about our event that we'll be running. I'm very excited to see money coming into the foundation already. Um, money that's going to empower us to do this work. Um, the work of developing rural communities and, and help empower groups of people who are engaged and ready to be active so they don't have to act under something that they have to go through creating themselves. Like that's such a big freaking thing. It's the same as starting a business. Like, geez, that's such a big freaking thing. Okay. Let's make it as easy as possible. If you wanted to start this, this is what you're going to have to do to get started. And then we can help you from there, but you have to build out what that looks like so that you can. And these are the things that we've identified. These are gaps that we've seen in our communities. If we wanted to do the development piece, right? Like we have to have a nonprofit to help with that work. Um, and right, we can set communities up on the right foot to do that. There's just no one leading that charge. And without someone coming in and coordinating and setting it up for success, a lot of those instances just get burnt out and lost. But guess what? What would happen if you had other communities helping support you who are facing the same exact issues? And this is no different than how we want our stores to operate. What would happen if you got to know the people in your community developing businesses out of their homes? What would happen? Well, guess what? Guess what happens? You work together on some things. You help create conversations. You communicate with one another on how you can work together. You overcome things quicker. It's just, it's all good. Right? And can we create that with our, our jacket groups? I, I believe that we can. I really do. I believe that taking our first group this year, and knowing that we're setting ourselves up to take more groups, more communities that look like ours. And, and this has always been a communication path that we are really setting up for our communities to be 
operational, like we're looking at communities that are missing one rung of the ladder that have the setup for success. And usually that looks like these two things. And it's like a three-legged stool. Okay. They have great schools and they have the potential to support local, right? So like increasing median household incomes. And when we look at communities that have that, we know that they already got good things going, right? And the last leg of the stool, which tends to be broken, is the development of the downtown. And this is mostly just in rural communities. But why is that broken, we would ask? Well, here's the deal. To public officials, we're growing. And you are going to grow by default, right? You are. You have great schools. You have probably nicer looking houses if your median income is increasing. And so really, what's the, the city's doing their job? We're growing the population of people. That is what we are supposed to do. People are moving here anyways. Why do we need to develop anything that's going to cost money? Well, we say if you were developing it, people would stay. We would attract better people who could enrich our school systems, who could enrich our business community, who could enrich our um, community groups. We could create community if we had this one part of the stool fixed. And now we even have data backing all of this and like, come on. It's important. And I'm really excited to know that we've created something that's worth buying into. I don't know what that'll look like, but I'm excited to create whatever that is. As always, and we got freaking jackets, okay? Girl group with jackets. Come on. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world! Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.